2: What's up, y'all? This is Nina Perez, and this is Straight Talk, No Sugar Added. And I know that you are here to listen to the best humans on the planet to grow, challenge, and transform your thinking. Let's do this. So I found I'm going to probably mess this all up, right? So it's Amit Cabra. I don't know if I said that right. No, you got Um, it. Ah, yay! So Amit has spent the last decade figuring out why people do what they do online, what prompts them to take action and how to use this insight to make marketing work better so we're gonna get into some marketing today guys so today she uses that experience to design dazzling campaign strategies for her clients and teach future generations about ppc pros at the university level okay so ppc i'm assuming is paid per click but i could be wrong
3: no, you're correct. Right?
2: Ah, yes. I see. I know a little something, something, I mean, a little something. So, <laughs> I mean, thank you for being here. I have a, I really do have a fantastic audience and they're very engaged. Like one of the things that I've really grown in the last four years while doing podcasts is making sure that I speak to my, you know, my peeps out there. I call them straight talkers. I speak to my straight talkers. You know, they talk back all this great stuff. So I think you're talking to a really good audience today. So this is going to be really knowledgeable for us. So Amit, the first question I always ask, people always look at me in different ways and like they don't know how to answer it, is who is Amit? Tell me who oh, you are.
3: Gosh, Honestly, I feel like a lot of my life and like my entire identity is wrapped up in work, um, mm-hmm. much like any other entrepreneur really at this point. Uh, so I am a pay-per-click advertising specialist. I've got about 13 plus years of experience. I started when I was 19 years old. Uh, and got lucky really at this point it kind of fell into my lap. So uh, anytime somebody's like describe who you are and I'm, it's analytical really It's the one word that I can use <laughs> consistently and know that it's actually correct. I use analysis everywhere in my life almost right. to a fault. Um, right. So yeah, I, I think that's basically who I am an analyst. an, an- oh there you go an analyst. okay.
2: so look, what what made you do that at 19 because'm I'm, st- I'm trying to think so that's like the, like 19. 19- How long did you say? Like 19 years ago? No. Uh, No, 13 years
3: ago. So I'm years now.
2: 13 years. So things have changed, right? From when you started 13 years ago. Because I know things have definitely changed on my end, trying to learn and navigate all of what Google is, what paid ads are. I mean, it's really gone. Um, I, I think you know people say it's very simple but i guess it's simple to an analytical mind maybe right but when you're not into that or or doing that you don't know much about it so this is going to be a good conversation because i know that i speak to a lot of people i think this uh this is probably close to podcast almost 300 or something and i realize that it's you know um, speaking to a lot of people they we all come from different backgrounds right so this i know that i have a lot of um uh, authors a lot of you know, coaches, consultants, uh, real estate people, like a lot of different people that listen to the show. So I Mm -hmm. do want to bring your expertise to the table. So if you can tell me, what is it that you saw? When you said, when I was reading your bio, you were watching people and seeing what actually prompted them to action. So what does that mean?
3: I kind of basically that I watch people online, almost like a a weird, creepy stalker uh, will put on video recorders on your website and actually watch people go through the entire site and try to to figure out if there's like a pain point that we just haven't seen before that's Mm -hmm. causing people to uh, or causing friction uh, in regards to a sale or a lead or something along those lines and then figuring out what type of phrasing people are using when they do go into Google and say, hey, I'm looking for, let's say, a realtor in Connecticut or something. Um, The language that they're using, although similar, I mean, across the globe, it's still a little bit different. Um, mm-hmm. So it's more or less just figuring that out. What kind of words are they using? What type of people are actually converting? Are they male? Are they female? Are they in a certain age demographic? Um, basically everything and anything, even to the point where of like trying to figure out if you watch sports or not, and figuring out mm-hmm. if that'd be a good mix for for a, a certain client. Um, so it's almost like we know you just as well you as you know yourself to a certain degree, mm-hmm. which I can understand. Mm-hmm. Feels like a little mm-hmm. violating, but at the same time especially now with everything moving off of third-party cookies and going into first, uh, a lot of people are rejoicing and saying, hey, we get our privacy back, but at the same time, it opens us up for advertising that's not meant for you. Um, yeah. And I've already yeah. seen on my end where things that should be going to men are coming to me again, uh, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. that doesn't necessarily make any sense. So for me, I would much rather have advertisers have that information, know that I am a female in my 30s and have really targeted ads so that way they're actually giving me something that I actually need or want versus seeing just like a bunch of random ads and then going, this doesn't make any sense for me. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
2: So when you're talking about getting the ads, are you talking about like spamming your email and uh, what you're seeing on
3: your feed and social media? Is that what you're referring to? Yeah. So we do social advertising as well through Facebook and Instagram. Uh, okay. So on that front, obviously the loss of third party is is has been a little bit trying, but not as bad as everybody had initially thought it was going to be. Um, there's still a couple that slip through the cracks, of course, where we're getting irrelevant ads. Um, but on the Google front, it's very targeted in the sense that you actually are showing yourself to people who have specifically asked for something. So if it's a plumber and there's a burst pipe, um, then at the very least, you're, you're going to be like, I want to uh, bid on burst pipes, somebody inquiring about how to fix a burst pipe. And then I'll put my ad up and be like, you know what? You're not the expert. I am hire me instead. Um, Cause mm-hmm. there's a lot of DIYers and then they mess it up even further. And then it costs them significantly more. So yeah. we want to kind of just get ahead of that. Um, mm-hmm. So it really depends on what platform you want you're on. But if we're looking at it from a uh, purely, I guess like social advertising side, uh, the loss of third party has kind of created some, some irrelevant ads which kind of kind of sucks but it is what it is.
2: Yeah, right. It is I know it is what it is. At the end of the day, we're kind of like at the mercy of whatever, you know, these big companies decide to do, right? Mm-hmm. So it's like uh people are always like, "Algorithm, where are you?" You know, it's like, I don't know, algorithm does it's whatever algorithm word. does. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it is. It is a hot word. So tell me about what that means for like a, a coach consulted a small business, right? What does that mean to them? Like if they call you, right? So they say to me, I don't know what the hell is going on. I don't know how to get clients. I don't know how to get customers in the door. Um, what is that process for you? What, what do you look at? What do you do with them?
3: Uh, so we'll sit there and look at it in, in regards to what their market looks like. Uh, different sectors have different competitiveness. Sometimes it's low competition, sometimes it's high. Uh, and then From there, we're able to kind of just take a look and see what kind of keywords we want to be targeting on, which will hopefully bring in some leads. And then we'll look at the overall budget as well, what you need to be spending on a monthly basis. Um, So the way that we work with clients right now is on a month to month basis. Um, And essentially what they do is they give us our advertising platform and we kind of just go off into the wind and do what we're supposed to be doing. Um, oh, of course great. we have clear communication with that client as well. So if we're researching keywords or even writing ad copy, we make sure that they sign off on that just to make sure that it's like in line with their brand, but also what they're looking mm-hmm. for. Cause at the end of the day, you know, your business better than I'll, I will ever know your business. Um, right. and there's just so many industries really at this point, and I don't really want to confine ourselves into one industry because I just find that yeah. a little boring and a little too easy. Um, I'm, I love a good challenge. So I, I like to have different industries. So that, that way we know a little bit of everything, but then we rely on that client to kind of fill in those gaps for us.
2: Okay, so then, uh, so your your team or your agency, what you do is, so you, you're you gonna talk to a person, see what it is that they want. Now, do they already have to have like an ad or something running and then you guys kind of take that over or you're helping them build that all
3: out? Uh, it's either or. The preference is having, take on an existing account just because there's so much data already in there so we can actually just improve upon what your efforts were Um, but that doesn't mean that just because you've never done it before that you're not a good client um there's i mean i can't even tell you how many new accounts that we've created at this point it's probably in the hundreds at this point um and they still work really really well but then there's a little bit of a learning period so and then also education as well with the client just because obviously they're not going to understand the lingo and the jargon and we love teaching. So uh, sometimes the new clients are always the best ones because we get to flex our muscle and be like, this is what this means. And this is what this means. And this is our strategy. Um, And we get to work a little bit more closely with with them just because they they're usually much more interested in learning about what advertising is and and how everything works.
2: Yeah, I think that, you know, it's uh, when you're a new business person, and you're trying to get into just even launching like your product or whatever it is, it is a a challenge to me. If you're not somebody who is into advertising and marketing, I suppose we need professionals because you know, there's strengths that we have and there's strengths that we just don't have. Right. And so that I know that I speak to a lot of coaches and a lot of them that I've spoken to, that's one of their biggest challenges, right? Is getting people through their website or to their you know, product, whether it's an online course, whether it's a one-on-one coaching, whatever that is, that seems to be where the challenge is. So if you were talking to someone just having coffee with someone and you just like decided that you wanted to give them one tip on how they can improve something, how they can improve getting people to their website. And I know that's a big question because there's a lot of different industries and a lot of different ways. But what do you think is the one big strategy that somebody should look at, especially if they don't know what they're
3: doing or haven't started? I I think it really boils down to what your budget is. If you don't have um, money that you can set aside for advertising every single month, I usually suggest going the SEO route. So writing content, um, addressing the pain points and... Uh, installing something called Google Search Console onto your website. It's a free tool to use through Google. You have to just put like a piece of code onto your website and then it just starts collecting data. And essentially what ends up happening is it'll actually show you all the search queries that you showed up for and then how you ranked for them as well, in a sense. Um, And then how many clicks you actually received off of them if you you did receive any clicks. So then from there, you can kind of get a good idea of what... search terms your your potential customers are, are putting in, but also what your website's ranking for. So if let's say um, I'm a cheese vendor who only sells Gouda, but I'm showing up for mozzarella, then I know that there's something wrong with my website that I need to create more yeah. Gouda content. Uh, and then it kind of just helps you keep that ball rolling. Cause really at this point, we don't know what we don't know unless we actually have that data in front Mm -hmm, of us. mm -hmm. Um, So a Mm -hmm. lot of business owners don't really know about Google Search Console and that's usually Mm -hmm. one of my first places to go even for a PPC as well because that's great data for us to know as like uh, long-term kind of or not long-term sorry long tail keywords uh, something that's a full-on sentence we want to know what people are searching in that and maybe get a better idea of what we should be bidding for as well. Um, So Mm -hmm. it all kind of goes all together in a way I feel like a lot yeah. of people look at SEO and PPC as competitors, and I don't I don't see that. I, I think they they work hand in hand, yeah, it
2: sounds like they do work hand in hand. And um, it's a smart way too, because I think, most of us, right. And I'm, I'm talking about the people that don't really know how to do like ads and all that kind of stuff. Right. So a lot of us who start our businesses think that if we put our website out there, people will find us just because, right. Just because we exist and let's be real, there's millions of websites. Right. So, um, so that's really smart. So the, the, the Google tool is a good one to put on your website. Now, do you put it on your, um, search, um, bar or do you actually embed it into your website? Uh, So you're embedding
3: it into your website, so into the code. Um, I believe you put it in either the head or the body, uh, and it's literally just a copy and paste, and then you let it sit there for about an hour and then go back and verify that it's actually on the website. Um, So it's a pretty easy process. Uh, There's a lot of video content uh, on how to do it if you're not super tech um, literate, I guess is the word. Mm -hmm. Uh, Mm -hmm. So if you, you kind of put up your website and went, okay, done. Um, using those YouTube videos to just kind of help you on the steps of, or step-by-step basis is um, a really great resource. That's awesome. I'm sure that a lot of people that
2: are listening that don't know about all of this is probably like writing stuff down because
1: Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun... Yeah, you get it every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.
2: This is the kind of stuff that I like to to talk about. And like, because even my brain like starts to work. Because it's not something that I'm really strong in, right? I mean, I'm a phenomenal coach. But when it comes to like website design or or trying to have people find me or, or ads and stuff like that. I'm not quite there yet. That's why I have a team because, mm-hmm.
3: yeah, I can't do it. Right? I <laughs> don't believe in doing what you're good at. So a yeah. lot of people are like, full service agencies have never made any sense to me. Uh, and the way that I've always said it is that I'd rather be great at one thing than mediocre at five. Um, right. So I I don't know how I got so lucky that I just figured it out at a young age and went, Google ads is it. This is all I want to do. And I uh, eventually became really, really good at them. So I was like, okay, well, why bother doing social media and content and web dev when I don't really have that same passion for it? Um, And that's usually what I kind of tell everybody else when they're like, well, I'm starting a business. And I was like, okay, well, obviously you're going to have to do it by yourself. But once you have like a tiny bit of cash, instead of saving it, invest it back by hiring somebody who's actually really good at what you're looking to do.
2: Yeah. So can you give me like, um, I, I don't know if you know this answer, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ask, do you know what it's good? What is a good budget for someone? Let's say who's just starting, uh, right? And has like maybe very limited resources. I love the first part you gave us already. But like, do you think there's a certain budget that someone should try to allocate monthly that okay so let me let me give you an industry right because i probably will work better so let's um let's let's say it's somebody selling fitness um stuff like fitness bands or something like that right and they're trying to really sell these bands they're good bands whatever have you so uh, what do you think is a good budget for someone to say this is what i have to set aside
3: monthly to, to at least start Uh, Would it be localized or are they looking at doing like the whole state, the whole country worldwide? Yeah. See, I knew you're going to, I knew you're going to say like, (laughs) girl,
2: give me some info. Okay. So (laughs) let's start locally. Let's start locally.
3: Okay. Locally. You could actually get away with starting with like as little as 250, uh, 500. Uh, It doesn't necessarily have to be thousands upon thousands of dollars. When you're working with an agency, you would have to kind of, get to a place where you're spending thousands of dollars, um, yeah. just because obviously you're hiring specialists and then they have their management fees as well. And you want to make sure that you're getting the best bang for your buck at that point, but yeah. you could easily yeah. hire like a freelancer who's willing to work on an hourly basis and pay them maybe for five hours a month just to manage it. Um, so yeah, you could start as little as two hundred fifty five hundred and see some results, but there's also that trial and error period that you have to also account for. So usually when we're working with clients, we say three months. We want you here for 90 days before you even start considering leaving. Um, because it. it we want to look at what seasonality looks like. We want to see what everything, like there's just so much to do. We can't figure it out yeah. in a month, unfortunately, yeah. um, as much as we would love to. And sometimes we are able to figure it out in a month. And um, usually a lot of clients are like, oh, so we have to wait 90 days before we see results. Uh, and the answer that comes out of my mouth is yes, but the goal is to get results on day one. Uh, and then, or a little bit after that, really at this point. So it, it really just kind of boils down to how competitive everything is, how much money you're actually spending and then how mm-hmm, you're splitting mm-hmm. that budget as well. So a lot of our clients will do Facebook and Google. So when we're taking a $2,000 budget, we have to split that in half. Um, right. so for them it's 2000 yeah. in their minds, but for us it's 1000 and 1000 and that's right. Right, right. Ballgame for
2: that. right. Do you think it's smart to do that? Like to have, um, you know, different pockets Of your money going in different places? Like, so just just the example you use, is it, is it, I'm just trying to, I guess, um, like, uh, surmise in my brain, is there a smarter way, you know, uh, you as a professional think it's a a smarter way to do it? Like, is it smart to put a little money in, I don't know, one social media and then other social media and ads? Or is it just better to start with Google ads? Like, what do you think is the best tool or one of the ones you lean towards?
3: It really boils down to the business in itself. So a lot of, or not a lot, but some of our clients have started off half and half and it's worked perfectly. And then in some cases, what we've seen is one platform has performed really, really well. And the other one hasn't. Uh, But sometimes they're just adamant on keeping it all in that, those two buckets. Uh, So for me, it's more or less of keeping an open mind. If what you think is, what you think is going to work, doesn't work, just pull the money and just put it to where it is. Cause really at the end of the day, this is a business. Like, we're in the game of making cash. Um, right. so I, I just don't like the idea of continually keep on trying with a platform when it doesn't, it's proving to not work for us. So if mm-hmm, Facebook mm-hmm. doesn't do what it want, needs to do, I'd rather take that thousand, put it into Google and just try to amplify results as much as we possibly can.
2: Right. Yeah. That makes a lot of sense. And I think that that is probably one of the downfalls to a lot of new entrepreneurs is, uh, you know, they, it's it, it, sometimes it's it's that loyalty to whatever the platform is that can sometimes harm you right because it, mm-hmm. if even though you might be loyal to it doesn't mean that it's giving you back what you need so i mm-hmm. love that and i love that you are very honest you know what give us the 90 days i love that because you get a lot of like Uh, immediate gratification from people who are just taking your money and they they're acting like that, this is happening for you. And then it's not right. So when I first started in, um, in my podcasting world, um, you know, I used to say, Oh, um, this person can, this person's going to advertise for me and it would be great. I would get a lot of like supposed, you know, feedback and, and, and subscribers and whatever. But as soon as I stopped, so did everything. Right. And then you're like, oh, okay. So what are those bots? You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm thinking to myself, I'm like, so okay. And that's a little bit unfortunate, right? Because that happens to a lot of new people coming on. I mean, that's why I wanted you on here because you are professional and you know what you're talking about. This is something that you do, uh, something you've been doing for a very long time. And I think it could be a very great resource for the people who are listening, as opposed to trying all of these little quick you know, fix things that then don't give them the results that they thought they were going to get, but now their money, they're out of pocket, they're out of pocket. Right. So tell me about yeah. that. I mean, like if somebody calls, if somebody's listening to the show right now and it's like, you know what, uh, uh, me is knows what she's talking about. I'd really like to get on board with that. What is that process? What does that person have to do to, to start working with you in your agency?
3: Uh, it's relatively simple. So uh, we ask everybody just to fill out the form on our website. And it kind of just gives us an, uh, an overview idea of what that business is. Uh, and then after that, you hop onto a discovery call with our director of sales and marketing address. Um, and then he'll just sit there and actually just talk to you about literally everything and anything. So if you've got questions, he will answer them. He's absolutely like literally probably one of the best people I've ever met in my entire life. I'm so lucky to have him around. Um, and then from there, we kind of just go back and Talk about it and figure out if this is a good fit or not. Um, mm-hmm. I'll look at past data, benchmark reports, and try to figure out if this is actually something that we could help you with, or if this is something that might need to be a little bit smaller. You might need to work with a freelancer and then kind of build up. Um, for for me, my biggest priority is making sure that we send people in the right direction, um, right. and that's been kind of the whole reason why I started my agency in the first place. Is that I used to work for an agency who did. Didn't care all they wanted was how many hours are you billable and how much can we charge this client for X, Y, Z. Um, and I hated that it just didn't feel right to me. So for me, it's more or less of just making sure I'd rather let go of that sale and have you have like, be confident that you're in the right direction than to make, I don't know, like $3,000 or something off of you over the three months, uh, and then lose you at the end of it all. Like, it just doesn't make any sense to me I don't understand that logic when it comes to agency life, but, um, Yeah. So that's basically our, that's basically our process.
2: Yeah. You know, I think, you know, for them, unfortunately, business is business and you're just a number, right. And that happens a lot. So unfortunately, but so tell me this um, before we wrap up, I do want to know, is there a, a a budget minimum for somebody who calls you and says, "Uh, Ami, I need your help. You know, this is my budget. Do you have a budget minimum to work with your agency? And all of the information about your agency because i know there are people listening that are going to want to you know reach
3: out uh, so for us we just have a minimum retainer amount so it's a thousand dollars a month um and that's for the three months and then ongoing if you choose to continue which is usually the case for us thankfully mm-hmm. um, so the budget really depends on what you want to do at, underneath a certain tier so basically up to five thousand it's a thousand or up to 5,000 ad spend, it's $1,000. And then it goes into a tiered model um, that I don't know off the top of my head. And I think even just explaining it verbally might be a little too confusing. Um, yeah. So that's basically really like how we bail things out. And then, it, and then we'll, depending on the budget, we'll look at whether we need to look at multiple platforms or just strictly one. Um, and then agency Great. information, our, my agency's name is Hopskip Media. Uh, our website is www.hopskipmedia.com. Um, but then social media wise, uh, it's all AdWords, girl. So it's all of my own um, little moniker that I created 10 mm-hmm. years ago, I think, just randomly one day. Um, even though it's called Google Ads now, it was originally Google AdWords. Um, oh, yeah. And I've chosen to yeah. keep AdWords as the name because it's like, it's mine. Like, it just feels right. like it that was me. Um, so a right. lot of people are like, it's time to change your name. And I'm like, I'm never changing it. <laughs> never changing it. <laughs> right. Um, <so> yeah. <laughs> That's
2: awesome. Thank you so much, Amit, because this was for me, especially it was very enlightening, like to to learn a little bit about the background and and, you know, the ad spend and like, you know, working in different um, arenas as far as like, you know, uh, social media platforms or whatever have you. And I think that's really good. Um, and it's it's really good that you came on, too, because I I don't think I've had anybody yet with with um google ads so this was this was good and it's a good way to give my um my uh audience good information because like i said to me you know sometimes you you think if you just hop onto some of these websites where you can find someone to do this for you and then they don't deliver or they fake deliver then you're kind of in trouble and you don't know what to do you know you kind of throwing your your money at the wall hoping something sticks I just want my uh, my audience to know that there are people out there that actually know what they're doing and are doing it to their best interest. So really, really grateful that you came on to me. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so happy we got to do this. Yeah, me too. Me too. Thank you so much. And guys, you heard it from Amit. Make sure that you get on there because you know what? I know a lot of you are always trying to reach out and see where you what you you know what you can do and where you can go to get like more traffic to either your website or your business or your brick and mortar, whatever it is. And I've been getting a lot of emails on doing different AdWords. I have not done it yet, but I wanted to bring on a pro because I think that's the way we grow. We learn, we expand is by having a network of professionals around us that actually know what they're doing and that, you know, they're the real deal. So thank you guys for joining us. A meet you are a Beautiful woman. Thank you so much for being here. I'm grateful to you and guys make sure that you reach out to her I'm gonna link uh, all of her information below her website all of that stuff So that you guys can start working with a real agency and get the real results that you need. Hey guys, thank you so much for listening. You are the best. Okay. I have the best podcasting community ever. I really do. And I appreciate you guys being on here. Make sure you go on to winject.com slash register. W-I-N-J-E-C-T dot com slash register and register for my free community because I want to be really um, connected with you. And I want us to brainstorm and be with each other and connect in a deeper way. If you are looking for coaching, please make sure that you also email me at hello at straight talk, no sugar I work with women and I help them develop that business that they are envisioning in their hearts so that they can win. Thank you guys so much for being here. Love you, love you, love you. This is Dina Perez, Straight Talk No Sugar Added. Until next time.